Welcome to Genius Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how to overcome everything as a leader. I'm your host, Anna Liebel, a mind shifter, helping male leaders in tech get out of the firefighting mode, become the proactive leaders they want to be, and enjoy the ride as they go. Join me every week for honest, insightful conversations with corporate, entrepreneurial, and academic leaders. We discuss their roller coaster ride of leading from their zone of genius and when they don't. If you find this show valuable, please subscribe and share it so that more of us can live a healthier and happier life. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, Genius Leaders. Before I let you listen to this episode, which is full of insights and practical pieces of advice, I want to celebrate because not only have we turned two years as a podcast just two weeks ago, but also today's episode is our 100th episode, if we don't count the bonus episodes, which is huge. I want to thank every single one of you for the feedback that you provide me, whether it's in person or what I mean, like individually, or leaving a review. I really want to thank you for downloading the episodes, for subscribing, for sharing the episodes with the others, for giving me inspiration and ideas and letting me know how the episodes have impacted your life. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of this community. And let's keep rocking with all those damn no's that we can get on our way to the yes. Hey, Genius Leader, welcome to the show. Today it's a short one, but very actionable for you. And the one that I hopefully um, will see you saving on your device uh, for further reference or future reference, because we now and then need to hear this message. And it is inspired on my own experience of uh, getting a lot of rejections recently. So this is really the episode that inevitably will be needed for every one of us, or maybe not inevitably. And if you're one of those unicorns who don't resonate with the struggles that I'll be describing now, please let me know, (laughs) drop me a message on LinkedIn or send an email to info at annalibel.com. And I'm more than happy to learn about your secrets, to spread the the word about them in the world and also apply them myself. But apart from those unicorns who don't struggle with getting rejections, we all get through those periods of life when we feel like we're in this continuous flow of no's, getting no's. And that could be in different areas of your life. It could be job search, especially if you're a newly graduate, for example, or now during the recession times. Um, depending on your um, expertise and specialization, it could be difficult to find a job. It could be no's when you are a startup founder and you're looking for an investor. They say about how many no's you need to get to get to that one yes that will actually start your round and help you finish the round successfully. Or it could be uh, getting no from clients and getting responses uh, about your uh, new product or service when you're a startup as well. And it's difficult for you to nail that product market fit and just know one after another from the potential clients or clients who don't want to renew or buy again from you. It also can feel so difficult, but it also can be in a personal life. It may be, I know about uh, looking for a dream home of yours, whether you're trying to buy or rent an uh, an accommodation it will be really feeling like a home for you and that will tick all or as many boxes as possible it can be no in finding a partner uh, for life or a new friendship in a new place so there are a lot of instances and, and areas of life where that period can manifest and 
those periods, I know from experience, they are nerve-wracking, they are depressing, they are draining your energy, and they can be very demoralizing. So that's why I want you to listen carefully to this episode, to apply those three principles that I'll share with you. Also think about what else can I do for myself that fits me and suits me and my way of being, my personality, my current situation. Uh, So I hope that it will open up for you to enrich in your toolbox for those difficult times when you're getting too many rejections to handle just like dusting off the, the shoulder. And before I get into those three practices that have helped me, I want to give you a bit of a background, but also say first and foremost that if you're going through that right now, I feel you, I see you. I really appreciate you trying to get to that yes and also truly believe that you can manage to get to that yes. So re-listen to this piece as often as you need it. And I can also repeat it. I see you, I feel you. It's difficult, I know it. I appreciate you trying and I truly believe that you can get to that yes. And as I said, I'll give you a bit of a background with what, where this no flow <laughs> manifests for me at, at the moment. I've had so many fantastic conversations with potential clients in the past two months. And I was so excited after each of those conversations because those people really align with what I want to do, how I want to help leaders and their teams. I just really liked those uh, people and their mindset, their uh, maturity, the level of um, how they communicate and so on. And the worst thing for me with those conversations was that it was not a clear no quite often, but it was more like not right now. For many entrepreneurs, it's very scary to invest right now. They are really sitting on their hands when it comes to investments that are not an absolute must in their, by their books and that are not easy to somehow put a metric on and measure. And obviously my services are not easy to measure. With some clients, we actually can draw parallels very clearly. I just talked to one of the clients yesterday and he said, I probably earned extra fifteen dollars to $20,000 last year based on your pieces of advice and based on our conversations where you just would give me space to offload, to brain dump all my thoughts and emotions on you to clear the space and then actually take in your pieces of advice on what to focus and go and focus on those things, prioritize them. But we also did a bit of uh, restructuring of his offers, sometimes created new offers when it was needed to test some ideas to develop his uh, brand and company further and so on. So sometimes it's measurable, but in general, it's not. And when the times like now coming, when uh, everyone is forecasting a tough year, ahead when economics are not really in a boom. Yes, we know that it's just part of the process and it's a phase and we'll get through it. And there will be a lot of innovation spurring out of that. But at the same time, it's difficult to to feel like, yeah, let's invest in some some particular things. And quite often my services are one of those things. And I see it so clearly when people have the interest in that, they understand the need of it. And quite often intellectually, those leaders I talk to, they are already there with understanding how important it is to take care of their own mental health, the mental health and well-being of their teams. So they know it's actually a must and not a nice to have for them and their company. But at the same time, when it comes to investing and it comes to January 2023 or December 2022, they're like, mm, can we talk in a couple of months? So this has been my frustration at the moment. As I said, it's not a complete rejection. No one is telling me that my services are uh, bad or unnecessary or anything like that. There is interest, but at the same time, the macro uh, environment does not allow people to to go easily, to commit easily in um, 
for a relationship with me. So this this is my background, why I'm creating this podcast episode. It's the message that I needed to hear myself, and I actually managed to do it myself. Uh, so talk myself through that process and those three tips. But also, it's sometimes very helpful to have someone from outside to share those words and pieces of advice. So that is what I'm doing with you. And as I said, hopefully you can save this episode for later, uh, bookmark in your app where you're getting the shows. And whenever you feel like you are in that flow of getting no's, you are in constant mode of being rejected, listen to it. As I said, use those three pieces of advice that I'm saying, but also open up curiously to what else can I do for myself right now to help me to get through this wave of no's and get on the, uh, on the other side of it. Uh, in a one in one piece and healthily and sustainably. So I'll share three practices, mind shifts, and actions that have helped me to overcome these moments or to land myself into staying in the pro in the game and continuing going. First one is, and I know you'll help me for this one. Every no gets you closer to a yes. I know. It's a lot of a cheesy statement. It might be annoying to you. You might think that it's not what you need to hear when you are in that low moment after getting yet another no. But trust me, if you give it an honest try, it will change a lot. And let me explain to you why. I do believe that a lot of our success can be attributed to being in the right place, in the right time, and having the right skill set or idea for that time and place. A lot of entrepreneurs that I talk to, if they're successful, they're just saying like, we were in the right place in the right time. A lot of ideas that fail, it's a brilliant idea, but they're too early for their market or they're too late. And it's difficult to pick up the speed. So it's a lot about increasing your chances statistically to be in the right place in the right time and also have the right idea. How do you do that? You actually get into more places <laughs> in more times. And also you learn from those no's to iterate your idea, to improve it, so that when that yes moment comes, your idea is much more polished. It's much more clear in your head. You maybe have some proof of concept from some potential clients or whatever it is, whatever we're talking about. So increase your chances of getting a yes, not only by going through those no's, but also thinking that, okay, this was a no. Is there any learning for me? For the next approach or uh, next try of mine, can I increase my chances of a yes by improving something in my offer, in my pitch, in how I reach out to people on Tinder, whatever it is, right? Or apply for the uh, for the flat rental. Can I learn something from this situation, from this no? And even if not, think about it. Okay, I got yet another no. I gave it a try. I'll go and try again. Again, I want you to remember that it's not about going for the sake of going only, but partly it's also that. If you're just sitting at home perfecting your idea so that it's 101% clear and done by the time you show it to the world, well, I'm sorry to say, but it will fail. 100% sure I, I am. <laughs> now I'm talking like Yoda. <laughs> that it will fail because you do need to interact with the world to get your idea to the place where the world will be able to receive it. And for that, you need to interact. And for that, those no's are crucial. When you're getting no's, I think about it like, hey, I actually put myself out. 
first of all, those people might come, come back to me when they feel better, when they feel more confident with their investments. Plus, I have practiced, I, I have had this conversation, I know their pain points. So when I go to the next company and talk to the next leader, I actually can uh, refer to that conversation and pull some knowledge from that, some insights from that to use in this conversation. I create more content based on those conversations. And that, again, that grows my audience, that grows my thought leadership and all those kind of things. So this is my way of, of seeing those no's and thinking like, yeah, I got another no. It shows to me that I got myself out there. I'm trying. And it might sound a bit woo-woo for you, but I'm just showing the universe that I am trying. I'm giving it honest try and I'm, I'm ready to receive it <laughs> whenever it comes. And I'm doing what I can do. Focusing on my part of the equation, and I'm leaving the rest up to the universe, the other people, the companies, the other stakeholders, or whatever it is. So, first practice is to think that every no gets you closer to a yes. Second one, and this question changed a lot for me, uh, really, in both ways, uh, with both outcomes. Ask yourself, is this yes worth it? When you get a no trying to get something, For example, let's take my example of getting new clients. When you take that no and think about all the pain, all the emotions, uh, all the discomfort of getting out of your comfort zone to go and try to get that yes and so on, is that worth getting that client after 99 no's? And I'll show you how it helped me with answering a question either way. When I say yes, yes, I do want to work with clients like this one. Yes, I do want to create the impact like this one in their team. Yes, it will be good for me financially. Yes, I will get more experience and knowledge that I really want to. Yes, it will open up some other doors for me because I know where I want to be in five, 10 years with some of the jobs that I want to do. And these kind of assignments and these kind of collaborations would really help me get the experience to open up those doors later on. So when I get this yes, this now starts feeling so much easier. I kid you not. I'm like, all right, yeah, who's the next one? Build a line. I'm ready to receive your nose. I'm going for it. Anyways, because it's my decision, it's truly my desire. I really want to get that yes. And I'm ready to take what it takes and work until it works. So this is an example of when I answer that question with a yes, and that really makes it easier. And it really empowers me to continue going to get up, go for another try, and really learn in the process. I'm looking for the words here. Uh, But really, it's about dusting off myself from that no and continuing. If you get an answer no, let's say I'm trying to get this client and I'm thinking, is this really worth for me to get this yes? And I realize that no, that getting that client with this kind of offer is not worth all the discomfort, all the pain, all the feelings, and all the time that I'm putting into getting that yes. For me, maybe it's not the kind of offer that I want to work with. Maybe it's not so impactful. Maybe I'm going for it just, for example, for a financial stake. And I'm just coming up with an example for you uh, on the go to develop the client idea. So maybe I, I'm, I have been going on that conversation just for this financial stake, but I'm thinking that I'll be miserable with this kind of client or with this kind of offer because I'm acting out of my zone of genius and I'm not creating the impact that I want or I work against my ethical rules and so on and so forth. So if I understand that Getting these no's no's is really not worth that yes in the end, because that yes is not really what I want, what I truly want for myself. Then again, you are empowered with that answer to say, hmm, okay, these no's 
don't really do anything to me. <laughs> they don't teach me something that more than what I have just realized. And maybe I need to start going for another yes. Some kind of a different question to which people or universe or housing companies or whatever can say a yes. So I hope you're getting the gist of it, how empowering and how strong this question can be. Asking, is it really worth that yes of going through all the hassle of getting all those no's emotionally, time-wise, resource-wise, and so on. And I want to say, emphasize here that if you get a question or an answer no in your head, it doesn't mean that that's a, a dream or a wish that is completely not yours. There it's good to also have an extra question like, is it a hell no for myself ever? Or do I realize that maybe now is not the best time of going for that yes? My life circumstances have changed. I don't have the resources to get to that yes at the moment, but I still want to do it. And I understand that with those life circumstances at the moment, it will take a bit too much. The risk is too high that it will take a toll on my financial situation, on my health, on my relationships, whatever it is. And maybe you're like, hmm, I need to park that idea. I need to pause going for that yes. And then if that is the case for you, think about, okay, when will it make sense for me to revisit that and look whether it's, it's time to go for that yes. So you see, one simple question, but you can play so much with it and you can get so much insight and information from sitting with that question for yourself and a couple of the follow-up questions. So again, to recap, the first one is every no gets you closer to a yes and also makes it easier for you to learn and to make that yes a better one. Second one, is this yes worth it? And the third and the last one is pity parties rock. This is really about the process. When you get that no, it can be so tough to be in that moment. And quite often what I see with high performers, and I've been there myself, guilty, we're like, brace it up. You need to keep going, especially because this no got to, gets you closer to the yes. Let's learn our lessons and continue for the next try, next, next attempt, and so on. Yes, and you need to do that. And you need to give yourself space to process, to feel and process those feelings. Because otherwise they get compressed within yourself and they manifest later in an uglier way, in a more impactful, negatively way for your health, for your relationships. Maybe you overreact or you explode when you get the next no and you hurt the future of that relationship with the person, uh, company, whatever it is. So it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your perspectives in the future either. So what I mean by the Peter Paris rock, give yourself time to process. Maybe you set a timer and maybe 15 minutes is enough for you. It depends on the situation, depends on what kind of person you are. But maybe 15 time, 15 minutes of some sad music, sitting and crying. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's going and having some coffee and you just sit there and are sad. Maybe it's a, quite a hard hit No, And you need to take a whole day off to actually process it and just maybe stay in bed for half a day with nothing but a pack of Kleenex and just sobbing through, through that. Or maybe you need to book a uh, martial arts class and or go and, uh, I don't know, kick box uh, some, uh, in some gym or something like that. But you do need to get those emotions out. You do need to give them space. It's really healthy for you to go through that grief and pain of rejection before you start drawing the lessons from that uh, on the intellectual level, on the practical level, and uh, before you go into the next attempt for the yes. And another point I want to suggest here is to actually complain to someone else. 
And here it's very important to, again, explain to the person that, hey, just got this no, and I, I just need to vent. I need to process that with someone. Get it out. Get it off your chest. And it's very good practice from my own experience to set the expectation. Like right now, I want you to listen. I want you to say, yeah, son of bitch, or yeah, those clients, they, they're stupid. They'll regret that they didn't hire you, whatever it is, you know. Say that to your friend, to your mentor, to your coach, therapist, whoever it is, your par- partner for whom you're going to have that pity party. Just say like, okay, I, I want you to listen now and I want you to be empathetic. That's it. Or say, hey, I want to complain to you and maybe if you have some ideas, throw them at me. But if you're in a really emotional state, it can be a tricky thing when someone else is just suggesting something, willing really the best for you. But you're like, just shut the fuck up. You are the smart ass. I, I just really need you to listen right now. And I actually will link a video, uh, one of my favorite ever YouTube videos about that, how to listen. And this is something that we need to practice asking for that space and also holding that space for the other people. I have the luxury of uh, being a coach for some of my friends. Some of them have been my friends before, and then we started um, having the coaching relationship. So they became paying clients. With the others, it was the other way around. They were first, they became my, my clients, but then we also grew a relationship, friendship uh, out of that relationship as a coach and client. And I did have some tough conversations when I went in with that head of a coach into the conversation and the person thought they were meeting a friend of theirs. And I would try to coach them with my smart questions and holding space for like processing the things intellectually and emotionally and trying to get to the solution in the end. And they just get frustrated about that because all they wanted is someone listening and nodding and saying, yes, yeah, son of a bitch. And once we had a couple of those conflicts, actually it was one big conflict like that. It was a couple of misunderstandings. So there was some kind of tension after the conversations. And then I had a conflictual situation like that with one of the clients and friends. So we agreed. And since then, I'm using it with all the uh, clients of mine who are also friends. When we are setting a a call or a meeting, I actually specify our meeting as friends or is it a a coaching session? And that helps us both to come in with the right mindset. So set the right mindset for that conversation. If you want to engage someone in your pity party, if you want to invite them to that party, set the expectation like, hey, I'm now not in any capacity to process your pieces of advice. I know you might have some good ideas, but let's park them until the next conversation when I'm through my emotions, when I'm not boiling. And for now, just help me process that and just all this stuff out and get it out of my system. So as I said, those three pieces of advice, let's recap them. Every no gets you closer to the yes. Second one, is this yes really worth it? And second one, pity parties rock. I hope you will apply them next time you feel like it's tough to get yet another no. I hope you will save this episode for future reference uh, for yourself. Share it with people who you know might be going through some uh, rough times right now and this episode might help them. And let's just keep fighting together, but fighting for the right things, right? Don't forget the second one. Is this yes worth it? I hope we, we can do it. And I do believe that we are stronger, bolder, and happier when we're together. So keep spreading the word about the things that you take away from this episode. Also, let me know what you think about it, what other topics you would like me to cover, what are the struggles you're going through as a leader of yourself or the others, and I will be happy to plan and record episode, whether it's solo or finding the right 
leader to bring on the show and interview them about this. Again, as always, I really appreciate you being part of the Genius Leadership community. I see you, I feel you, and I really love you. So until next time, keep mind shifting. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Genius Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the subscribe button. Please rate, review, and share to help more people discover the show and become the better leaders. For more conversations about living in your zone of genius, connect with me on LinkedIn. Genius Leadership is an honors conversation about leading yourself and others. And it is my honor to be a guide in overcoming everything.